Hey everyone, my name is Todd Schmink, and welcome to the From the Couch, where I dive into a variety of mental health topics designed to give you greater insight into how your mind works so that you will have greater psychological flexibility. Hey everybody, Todd here, and here are a few support concepts for staying home during the COVID-19 pandemic. Here are four themes which have been coming up in session and with phone calls, emails, uh, with friends and patients and so on that, that keep coming up over and over again that have been the most useful for them. I thought I'd share them here for you. One, so one of the first things that's actually come up multiple times is now that we're home, now that we've been able to settle in, we're beginning to, to develop some type of routine. What we're noticing and what I've noticed is that it's a, important at this point to begin to differentiate a workspace like this office here in my home versus everywhere else. So I, when I am working, I'm trying to make sure that I'm in here only and maybe I take the laptop and I go to one other place, but I'm trying to differentiate because one of the things that we're not necessarily used to, especially working at home, is that we would get into our car, we would drive to work, and we'd have a mental shift as we would drive to work. Now we're at work. And then on the way home, we'd have a mental shift, and now we're at home. But it's a lot harder to do that when we are all being asked to stay home. So it's a good idea for us to begin to differentiate workspace, study space, from play space, from take a breather space. So that was one of the first components to just keep in mind. The second is to limit your intake of the news. Now, a lot of folks have begun to arrive at this conclusion on their own and yet there's still a lot of people who are constantly checking the news, watching the latest, what's happening in Italy, what's happening in France, what's happening in the world, what's happening in my backyard, over and over and over again. What we want to do is to just find a schedule. So we want to differentiate the time that we're dedicating to this, because it doesn't really matter if we keep watching all this news, nothing's really going to change that fast that we constantly have to keep plugged in. And what we're really doing is that we're trying to actually do something to feel like we have some sense of some kind of control. And in this case, we don't really have a lot of control when it comes to what's happening out there in the world. So we will jump away and try to control the situation by watching the news, by reading the news, by looking at blogs, by watching videos on YouTube and whatnot. Yet when we're done with that, we still have this sensation of not being in control. So what I'm gonna ask you to do is just hold that and see if it's possible to then move and do something that actually matters. Something that's important, something you've been wanting to do for a while. So we want to limit the intake of the news. The best suggestion I've heard for this is when you wake up in the morning, your phone, your newspaper, your laptop, your computer, your television, 15 minutes, that's it, you're done. Search for things that are interesting, get the numbers, stay aware, stay aware of what's going on out there, but then shut it off. Then go about your business, push over into things, move towards things 
that you've been wanting to do for a little while. This is a good time to reset everything. Hit that project that you've wanted to do. A values-based movement. Then, if you want to come back after dinner or maybe after lunch, but once again, limit the time that you're actually engaging. Another thing you can do is be mindful of how your body actually feels when you're in the midst of this. So if you're watching television and you're beginning to feel more and more and more tension, you're starting to feel heavier and heavier, it's time to stop. It's time to just put it on pause, step away and go do something else. Something that'll actually matter, something that actually you have control over, something that's actually your business. So let's move into that. Three, be sure to take a moment throughout the day, maybe you do this again on a schedule, you differentiate the time, you differentiate how much time we're spending on social media, and then see if it's possible right in the morning, right in the afternoon, right before dinner, whenever you would like, but it should be the same time every single day. Schedules are important when managing the unknown, when managing things that cause anxiety, that cause us to become depressed or just not feeling like we want to have, like we have no energy. So what are you grateful for? If you're not quite sure how to do something like this, I do have a couple videos, or one video in particular, that would be good to help you to build a gratitude practice. But in a nutshell, pick a time, pick a place, go there, make this a space in your house, differentiate that space, this is my gratitude place. Or after dinner, just simply say these are three things you know that I'm grateful for. If you happen to be living with somebody, ask them what they're grateful for, then tell them what you're grateful for. Just come up with your own system, but it's important that each day you just remind yourself, I am grateful I'm not sick. I am grateful that I don't know anybody who's sick. Or if you do, I'm grateful that they're doing okay. Or I'm grateful that I was able to get unemployment. Or whatever it is you might be grateful for. I'm grateful that I have a plant or a garden that I can go out and work in. I'm glad I have a yard. I'm grateful I have you name it be grateful finally see this moment this time as a breather and i'm stealing this right out of the mouth of somebody that i was talking with earlier today and i loved it because it's definitely i've, I've been finding stepping back and this is giving me time to slow myself down for the first time in i don't know how long see this time as a breather see this time as a way for you to start to refocus is there a special project that you wanted to work on but you keep pushing it to the back burner? Why not do it now? Yes, you may feel anxious and depressed and slowed down and lethargic, but can you just simply hold that in the palm of your hand and then pivot towards and do something that matters? That thing you've been wanting to do anyways. The guitar, the garden, cleaning the basement, cleaning your car. What's the th what, how can we use this time right now since we can't do the things we want to do? Can we at least pick things that we have wanted to do but we haven't had the time to do? And can we see this as a, a silver lining? Can we see this as an opportunity to make ourselves 1% better tomorrow than we are today? by going after those little tiny things that we've been wanting to do the whole time. So, see this as a breather. These are the four largest concepts and I'm going to try to actually continue to do this each week now until the stay-at-homes are lifted. It's just to give you an overview of the four 
big things that have been coming up each week. So be sure to subscribe and to check back if you would like to catch those as, I, as they come out. Until then, stay safe, stay home as much as possible, and stay connected in any way that you can.